Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The stories of Mahabharata retold by Shudipta Bhaumik. Welcome, dear friends, to another episode of The Stories of Mahabharata. During the last episode, we heard how Draupadi was dragged into the assembly hall and humiliated by the Kauravas. Later, Dhritarashtra came to his senses and returned the Pandavas their kingdom and other possessions they had lost to Shakuni. the Pandavas left Hastinapur and sped towards Indraprastha in their golden chariot, Duryodhana, Dussashana and Karna assembled in Shakuni's chamber. The outcome of the day didn't please them at all. Dussashana banged his fist on the wall and said, Oh, oh, we were so close. We had them. We had them pinned to the ground. We won all their wealth, their kingdom, everything. But the old man... He ruined it all. Ah. Duryodhana didn't say a single word. He sat still with his head down. How much more humiliation must he tolerate? He thought. Karna came up to him and said, My friend, I have never supported deceit and trickery in winning over the enemy. I suggest we chase the Pandavas on their way back to Indraprastha and attack them by surprise. I can assure you, I will kill your enemies and make you the emperor of the land. Shakuni looked at Karna and said, You are a great warrior, Karna. But don't underestimate the combined strength of the Pandavas. You may be as skilled as Arjuna, but remember, he has Bhima by his side, not to mention Nakula, Sahadeva and Yudhishthira. So give up your dreams of fighting Arjuna and listen to my plan. Shakuni's words caught Duryodhana's attention, but he was still sceptical. Another plan, uncle? He said, what do you have in mind now? I'll tell you. Shakuni sat next to Duryodhana. But first you'll have to bring back the Pandavas. And as Shakuni began to outline his plan, Duryodhana's eyes lit up once again. He could see the light at the end of his tunnel of misery and realized all is not lost yet. The blind king Dhritarashtra was preparing to retire to his chamber. The day's excitement was too much for his mind and body. He was happy that he was able to control the damage and the Pandavas left without any hard feelings. At least, 
That's what this sounded like. But again, he thought, is he being too optimistic? He wished he had interfered and stopped the game earlier. The humiliation and insult the Pandavas had to bear was too much for any self-respecting man to handle. What if the Pandavas want to take revenge? What if they turn back with a huge army and attack Hastinapur with full force? It would be a disaster. The Pandavas have powerful allies and with their help they can destroy the Kauravas in a matter of days. No, no, no. Yudhishthira wouldn't do such a thing. After all, he is a Guru descendant and he would never destroy the kingdom of his father, Pandu. Dhritarashtra tried to shake off his negative thoughts and, and stood up from his throne. Just then, he heard footsteps. His keen sense of hearing told him his dearest son, Duryodhana, was approaching him. His heart trembled in anticipation. What is it now? What evil proposal does he have for him this time? Duryodhana stood in front of Dhritarashtra and said, Father, Lord Brihaspati once said, One who hurts you either in war or in peace is your enemy, and he must be destroyed at any cost. Dhritarashtra could guess what his son was alluding to, but he feigned ignorance and asked, What do you mean? Duryodhana said, Father, a serpent who is about to strike should never be spared. After what we have done today, the Pandavas would never forgive us. They will take their revenge for sure. And if we don't take action, soon they will annihilate us. Dhritarashtra felt dizzy. He grabbed the handrest of his throne and sat down. He was afraid of this possibility. Maybe Duryodhana is right. Maybe he shouldn't have let the Pandavas go. He asked, what do you have in mind? Duryodhana knew he had his father's attention. He said, Father, bring back the Pandavas. We want to play a final game of dice with them. No, no, not again, not again, cried Dhritarashtra. Listen to me before you decide. This time we will not wager any wealth or material possessions. This time we will banish them from their kingdom for a long, long time. Duryodhana explained the details of his plan. And then what? Tritrashtra asked while trying to control his trembling voice. Duryodhana smiled and said, During this time, we will amass a huge army and become the most powerful kingdom on earth. When the Pandavas return, we will fight them and destroy them forever. Tritrashtra thought for a while. He could feel that whatever control he thought he had of the situation was slipping out of his hands like fine sand. Nothing he could do would prevent the inevitable. He raised his head and said, So be it. Make arrangements to bring back the Pandavas. Duryodhana called his trusted charioteer Pratikami and said, Take the fastest horse from the stable and stop the Pandavas on their way. Tell Yudhishthira the great king Dhritarashtra has asked them to come back to Hastinapur and play one last game. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Dhritarashtra staggered back to his room. As he took off the heavy crown of his head, Gandhari approached. She took the crown, put it aside and said, When Dhritarashtra was born, Vidura advised you to get rid of him. You should have followed his advice. Dhritarashtra didn't answer. He felt his way to the couch next to his bed and sat down. Gandhari said, O king, I implore you, Please, please do not listen to your evil sons. The Pandavas have accepted your offer and left Hastinapur in peace. Why do you want to infuriate them again? Listen to me, else your blind love for Duryodhana will soon destroy your dynasty. Dhritarashtra's face distorted in pain. He turned his face away from Gandhari and said, I know. I know my dynasty will be destroyed, but I am helpless. I cannot stop the inevitable. Let my sons do whatever they wish. The Pandavas sat with a gloomy face on the chariot as it raced across the plains towards Indraprastha. They still couldn't recover from the insult and humiliation bestowed on them by the Kauravas. Draupadi sat with her eyes closed. Dusashna's laughter still rang in her ears. Bhima, Arjuna, Nakula and Sahadeva looked at the distant horizon and thought what would help them to wash off the unpleasant memories from their heads. Yudhishthira looked back at the vanishing skyline of Astinapur and thought, What has he done wrong? Why couldn't he stop playing the game and leave the assembly hall? Shakuni gave him the option to quit, but he didn't accept the offer. Why? Was it his pride? Or did he succumb to the addiction of the game? Just then, he saw a cloud of dust approaching his chariot. It was Pratikami riding his horse and waving his hand. Yudhishthira asked his charioteer to stop. Pratikami stopped next to his chariot and dismounted from his horse. Panting with exhaustion, he bowed in front of Yudhishthira and said, King, King Dhritarashtra has called you back to the palace of Hastinapur. He, he wants you to play one final game of dice. 
The Pandavas were shocked to hear this. How dare the Kauravas ask us to play again? Don't they have any shame? Asked Bhima in his thunderous voice. A man's destiny is in the hands of his creator. We cannot change anything, said Yudhishthira. Our old uncle Dhritarashtra has summoned us and I must obey his orders even though I know what danger awaits us. But why? asked Arjuna. Yudhishthira said, My dear brother, Lord Rama knew that no living creature could be made of gold. Still, still he went to hunt the golden deer for his wife Sita. When danger looms, even the wisest man loses his head. He looked at his charioteer and said, Turn back the chariot. Take us back to Hastinapur. When Yudhishthira arrived at the assembly hall, Duryodhana, Shakuni, Dusashana and all the Kuru elders were waiting for them. Dhritarashtra was in his throne. Shakuni came up to Yudhishthira and said, It was magnanimous of King Dhritarashtra to give you back your kingdom and your wealth. And to honour his gesture, we won't bet any material possessions in this last game. Instead, this is what our wager would be. If we lose this game, we will put on deer skins and go into exile in the forests for a period of twelve years. After the twelve years of exile, we will spend the thirteenth year in hiding. And during the thirteenth year, if anybody finds us, we will go into exile for another twelve years. And, and if you lose, you must do the same. And during these thirteen years, Duryodhana will take care of her kingdom. After the thirteenth year, you can return to Indraprastha and claim your kingdom back. If you agree to this challenge, let's play. A murmur rolled through the hall. The assembled audience were surprised to hear such a bet. Why aren't the Kuru seniors stopping this game? Why aren't they warning the Pandavas? And what about the Pandavas? Did they lose their mind again? Don't they realize that they are stepping into a dangerous trap? But Yudhishthira was calm. He looked at Shakuni and said, You know, I never retreat when challenged. I accept your bet. Let's play. He sat down in front of the dice board and gestured his brothers to sit down behind him. Shakuni sat across the board with Duryodhana, Dusashana and Karna next to him. Shakuni said, Yudhishthira, this time why don't you roll the dice first? Yudhishthira picked up the pair, rolled them in his palms and threw them on the board. But the winning numbers didn't show up. Shakuni looked at them and said, Sorry, sorry, my dear nephew. Let's see, let's see how they behave in my hands. He rolled the dice in his hands and threw them on the board. And even before the dice touched the board, he yelled, I win! Yeah! The 
jubilant Kaurava brothers burst out in wild cry. They jumped off their seats and danced around Shakuni and Duryodhana while singing their praise. Dusashana brought few deer skins and threw them in front of the Pandavas. Take off your royal clothes and put these on. This is the appropriate costume for a forest dweller. <laughs> he laughed. Yudhishthira and his brothers took off their clothes and put on the deer skins and began their preparation to leave for the forests. Dusashan addressed the audience and said, From now on, Duryodhana becomes the emperor. The Pandavas will spend their next 13 years in hell. <laughs> he looked at Draupadi and said, Your father, King Drupad, was foolish to marry you to these important imbeciles. Leave them and find some better men. <laughs> Bhima looked at the Sashan and said, You brute! Remember those words when I tear open your chest in the battlefield. But Dusashana cared less for his threats. He danced around the Pandavas, mocking and hurling cruel insults at them, while the Kaurava brothers laughed at his antics. As the Pandavas walked out of the hall, Duryodhana couldn't hold back. He to join Dusashana and mocked Bhima, mimicking his walk. Bhima turned around and roared, Listen to me, you fool! Not only I will kill Dusashana and drink his blood, I will also kill you with my mace. I will smash your face with my feet. Arjuna will kill Karna and Sahadeva will kill the wicked uncle Shakuni. Arjuna said, Words don't mean anything unless they are executed. Let the thirteen years pass and then you will see what happens. Brother Bhima, to honor your words, I promise I will kill this foul-mouthed and arrogant Karna in the battlefield. Sahadeva said, And Shakuni, I will do exactly what Brother Bhima said. You will die in my hands. Nakula turned to the assembled Kaurava supporters and said, You, you who have insulted Draupadi to please your evil Prince Duryodhana, listen to me. I will kill you all. Nobody will be spared. Yudhishthira addressed Dhritarashtra, Bhishma, Drona, Kripa, Vidura and the other Kuru elders and said, With your permission, we now want to leave for the forest. Please give us your blessings. We hope to see you all when we come back after 13 years. The elders hid their face in shame. They didn't even have the moral strength to utter any words of grace. Only Vidura said, Kunti will not be able to bear the hardship of living in the forest. She can live with me in my house with full honor. Yudhishthira bowed to him and said, Uncle Vidura, you are like our father. Before we leave, bless us and share with us your words of wisdom. Vidura said, Yudhishthira, there is no disgrace in losing an unfair game. Go into your exile with your head held high. Your love for each other is unparalleled in the universe. Nobody can break your bond. Take care of each other during times of distress 
and discuss amongst yourself about any decision you make or any action you take. I wish you all the best. Come back a winner in due time. I'll be waiting for you. Draupadi visited Kunti and asked for her blessings. Kunti cried and said, My dear, I have nothing to tell you. The Kauravas are lucky that your anger didn't burn them to ashes. You live in peace. I will always pray for you and wish you well. Look after my youngest son, Shahadeva. See to it that he doesn't feel depressed by this misfortune. Kunti hugged her sons and cried, I don't know. I don't know why this misfortune came upon you, who are the most righteous of all. Your late father, Pandu, is lucky. He didn't have to witness this unbearable moment. So is your late mother, Madri. Why am I alive to go through this suffering? The Pandavas tried their best to console her. Vidura said, Sister Kunti, have courage. Your sons will come back in no time. Now smile and bid them farewell. With a heavy heart, the Pandavas began their journey to the forest. The blind king Dhritarashtra was tormented by his inability to go against his son's wishes. He blamed himself for his failure to stop this injustice. He called Vidura to his side and said, I, I want to know how the Pandavas are going into their exile. Tell me, tell me what you see. Vidura said, Yudhishthira is walking with his face covered in a white scarf. He has kept his eyes shut, else his sight would burn down your evil sons. Bhima is walking with his arms widespread, as if to say that one day he will use these powerful arms to destroy his enemy. Arjuna is throwing sand in the air to warn his enemies how his arrows would shower on them one day. Sahadeva is walking with his face hidden and Nakula has his body covered in dust. Draupadi has her face covered with her hair and she is following her husbands with tearful eyes. Priest Dhaumya is chanting the Vedas. The people of Hastinapura are crying and saying, How unfortunate we are! Our saviors are leaving us! O king, the sun has eclipsed. Streaks of lightning are piercing the cloudless skies and the grounds are shaking under our feet. O king, I am afraid these are unholy signs and they foretell something ominous is going to happen soon. At that moment, the great sage Narada appeared from nowhere and said, Because of Duryodhana's crimes, 14 years from now, the Kauravas will be destroyed. Saying so, he disappeared. Duryodhana could feel that the tide was flowing against him. He, along with Karna and Shakuni, asked Drona to take over the kingdom of the Pandavas. Drona said, I'll keep your request. But stay assured, the Pandavas will come back and take their revenge on you. So enjoy these thirteen years, for on the fourteenth year, Nobody will be able to save you from your destruction.
The Stories of Mahabharata is written, directed, and told by Shudipta Bomek. Audio engineering, original music, and sound design by Avi Ziv. Find us online at facebook.com slash Mahabharata podcast. Join the group for updates and news. Subscribe to the podcast using iTunes or any other podcast catcher. On Twitter, we are at Mahabharat Audio. The podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons non-commercial license. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. And now for some late-breaking news, the podcast is also available as a book, Dwapar Kata, The Stories of Mahabharata, published by HarperCollins, India.